cryptocurrency, blockchain, bitcoin, price manipulating tweets. It seems like every other news story is focused on this. And honestly, rightly so, with the amount of volatility facing this industry. Welcome back everyone to the 8th episode of the Millennial Investor Podcast and I hope everyone's doing great. Today, we're going to be having a discussion on what exactly cryptocurrency is, its uses, investing in the asset and even mining cryptocurrencies. Before we start though, I do want to make it clear that in this episode, I will not be giving any of my opinions on crypto. I'll just be stating facts so all the listeners have a better understanding of what cryptocurrency is. We will go more into detail next episode when we bring on a guest speaker who will dive deeper on these concepts. So let's start off by speaking about what cryptocurrency really is. Cryptocurrency by definition is decentralized digital money based on blockchain technology. Let me break that up for you. Decentralized digital money means that no single person or organization can influence or affect it. And instead, each person owns their own share of crypto without needing an exchange to transfer it. Unlike currencies like the US dollar or the euro, there is no central authority that maintains the value of the cryptocurrency. Of course, we do have the unavoidable Elon Musk tweet here and there, but this is actually one of the properties that really makes cryptocurrency extremely safe and secure. This is done through providing minimal hacking issues, increased transparency, and having a permanent ledger or record of the transaction. To understand what being based on blockchain technology is, firstly, these cryptocurrencies function because of the existing blockchain. I have met far too many people who believe that cryptocurrencies are blockchain. But blockchain is really just a database that stores data in blocks that are then chained together. I'll speak more about this in a bit, but cryptocurrencies utilize the blockchain network to function. Blockchain is also predicted to have many more uses other than just cryptocurrency in the near future. In fact, an article by PwC also stated that we could soon be casting votes through using blockchain technology and it would result in immediate verifiable results. To explain the concept of blockchain further, all blockchain transactions are first transmitted to a network of computers, which then solve a set of equations to validate this transaction. Now, once they're validated, they're clustered together in the so-called blocks and later converted into chains, which creates the permanent transaction. After this, the transaction is complete. This is the process behind blockchain and the technology used to facilitate transactions in Bitcoin, Litecoin, or any other cryptocurrency. If you find this a bit confusing, it's not just you. There's a reason why they're considered the safest transaction in the world and a lot of it has to do with the intensive process it's based on. With regards to the validations, there are two techniques to verify a transaction before being added to the blockchain database. Those are called proof of work and proof of stake. To summarize these techniques, proof of work is when an algorithm provides a mathematical problem that computers race to solve. And the first computer to do so is rewarded with a small amount of cryptocurrency. However, this race to solve blockchain puzzles, it requires an intense amount of computer power and electricity, and hence miners stack up a lot of electricity costs. This also brings about an environmental issue, which has actually caused Elon Musk to reconsider accepting Bitcoin for his company Tesla. 
To put it in perspective how much energy proof of work requires, Bitcoin is a cryptocurrency that uses this technology and in the last year Bitcoin has used 133 terawatt hour of energy, which is more than the entire country of Sweden. Proof of stake on the other hand uses far less power and actually limits the number of transactions that can be verified based on how much miners are willing to stake. This means how much they can temporarily lock up in a safe for a chance to participate in the process. And it's actually really similar to the concept of a bank collateral, except the odds of being chosen to validate a transaction is increased with the higher amount that you've staked. Once you do verify the transaction, you are rewarded with cryptocurrency, and this is the part that stays the same with proof of work and proof of stake. The process of verifying transaction is called mining cryptocurrency and 80% of this is actually done in China. So it'll be really interesting to see how this statistic changes after increased regulations in the country. If you are mining, your best bet would be to do it in a place with really cheap electricity and a coal environment because the electricity costs do add up. Most of the older coins such as Bitcoin and Dogecoin use proof of work but newer coins like Cardano have adopted the proof of stake method for the reasons mentioned. In fact, one of the biggest change in Ethereum 2.0 is being changed from proof of work to proof of stake. Now that we've discussed how cryptocurrencies are verified, let's speak a bit about the uses that they have. Firstly, crypto can be used for low fee money transfers, which can be sent in virtually no time. For example, very recently, $99 million of Litecoin was sent between two crypto wallets and this was actually done in only two and a half minutes with a total fee of just $0.4 and for anyone who has sent or received wire transfers you know the vexing wire fee that is applied and especially for a transaction that's this large. Also, transactions can take up a few days especially if it's overseas, which causes a time lag between transactions. So all in all, money transfers are much more efficient and effective by using crypto. Another benefit is that all the transfers are absolutely private and anonymous, so we can make transactions without giving any information to the bank. This just removes any unnecessary bureaucratic process. Similarly, cryptocurrency is also a censorship resistant store of wealth. While it may not be the best idea to keep a sizable amount of your wealth in cryptocurrencies due to the crazy volatility, keeping a part of your wealth is beneficial. This is because bank accounts and assets can be frozen, which actually occurs more frequently than we think. And the only one of your stores of wealth that can't be frozen by the government is crypto. Only the person with the passcode to your wallet can access this. Shifting our focus a little on the retail front, most companies are rapidly opening up to the idea of accepting cryptocurrency and some industries, especially automobiles, have already started accepting payments in cryptocurrencies. Furthermore, companies like Microsoft and AT&T are investing towards facilitating crypto transactions by creating applications that allow purchases like airline tickets through Bitcoin. So the future for retail transactions done with crypto is really bright and will be expanded in the future. Now, let's speak a little bit about investing in cryptocurrency. However, I do want to leave most of this topic for next week as we will be diving much deeper into investing in the next episode. So 
Cryptocurrency can be purchased on exchanges or platforms such as Coinbase and Bitfinex. It is a simple process, but you do have to watch out for fees that are charged. For example, Coinbase charges a fee of 0.5% of your purchase plus a flat fee between $1 to $3. There are also some platforms that don't charge any fees such as Robinhood. There are also ETFs that you can possibly invest in which spread your risk over a more diversified range of cryptocurrencies. At the end of it, you do have to decide what to invest in based on your needs and goals. Ultimately, cryptocurrency is an asset which is facing extreme volatility. But let's be honest, volatile markets are a really effective way to profit off if you're aware of the right strategies to invest with. This episode has provided a base for you to better understand the basics of cryptocurrency and in the next episode, we will be zoning into investing in crypto and how you can really make money off the markets. So stay tuned for that and now I'd like to wrap things up for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and please do leave a review and follow us on Instagram at the.millennialinvestor if you like what you're listening to. Thank you so much guys, take care and see you next time.